another thing that's great about insurance is that the more your, your life is protected, people can't just kill you and do things out here because if they do, then insurance companies lose money and then you have people, very powerful people who's gonna advocate for your lives. What up, what up, what up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Life After Podcast. This your boy, Flo. And this your agent, broker, health and life, uh, Felix Williams. Okay, now we about to get real busy today, all right? We got a lot to cover. Got a lot of game to kick out there, so y'all stay tuned. You are tuning in to the Life After Podcast. Life After Podcast. Remember, Life After. The Life After Podcast. Life at the podcast, baby. Woo! Don't you miss out. What up, what up, what up? Welcome back. Listen, I feel so good right now. We got somebody real special in the building. We got my brother, Felix Williams. Come on, talk to me, man. Hey, what's going on, man? I'm glad you have me on, man. I get to, you know, spit some knowledge and game to the, you know, insurance world, you know? Absolutely, man, and loosen up too. Loosen up, cause we about to, we about to be here for a little bit. All right. Sure. Cool. Sure. So, talk to me. Tell me about yourself. First of all, who are you? Hey, man, I'm a I'm a license in uh, 25 states health and life insurance. That means I have my 215. Um, I've been doing um, life and health insurance since uh, 2020, since the pandemic. I used to be a bartender. I used to, you know, be in the industry. Um, COVID came, changed many of our lives, um, changed many of our jobs. So I went into the uh, the life insurance business, man, because um, I saw an opportunity to, to get a license really quick in, in the field. And it was something that once I really looked into, man, I was like really uh, not only just the the lucrative side of it, making money, but just the helping people, especially people like in my community, you know. Um, there's so many people who don't have life insurance and don't see the value important importance of having life insurance. And I've witnessed and seen so many uh, people's lives, you know, tragically, you know, cut short. And now everyone's scrambling in to try to bury that person because that person don't have insurance. And, and you know, funerals are very expensive. You know, um, the average funeral. Um, today is you need at least ten grand. Man. You, you know you need at least ten grand to put someone in the ground. So I mean, like, like I heard you transition from a bartender to getting into life insurance. Yeah. How did that happen? Like, I can't really. Have you always had some sort of interest in life insurance? Yeah, I mean, I've always had interest because I've always had. I, not always had, but I got life insurance probably at the age of like twenty seven mm-hmm. because I had kids and. Um, I knew if something happened to me, you know, the breadwinner, that they would need something put in place. Absolutely. You know? um, me getting into life insurance is it was because the the government they had um, they gave you a temporary license mm. um, if you wanted to be a life insurance agent. I took it. I took the exam, passed it, and then I had to take you know a real state exam, FBI background check, all that stuff. But what made me really transition from from being a bartender, and I was making good money being a bartender, mm-hmm. right? I was making like excellent money, but 
I don't know, man. I just wanted to try something, something different. And at that time, man, everything was shut down. And, you know, yeah. everything, right. everything was shut down. So we just needed to, you know, do something different and make some money. It yeah. almost feels like um, a lot of people, uh, especially people who just got into entrepreneurship within like the last five years, they had yeah. their either breakthrough or they discovered some new some new ideas in business after the COVID, like the COVID situation kind of get, what you think happened right there? Um, you know, well, so many people have so much time to think about. You have so much time to think about things, you know, you're at home all day, right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So you had the people who use that time and those resources to be able to come up with ideas and be able to, um, you know, implement them. And then you have some people who were desperate, you know, you, you know, you have no source of income coming coming in. And you you need to eat. Um, you got to kind of create a way. We live in a world now with technology and all that stuff, where you can you can you can find a way to make money. You know, Absolutely. legally. You know, so um, I, I definitely think that just played a part into like you know you look at the rise of TikTok. That was the rise of TikTok. You know, mm. TikTok was around, but um, during the pandemic, during the height of it, the beginning of it. Even I watched TikToks because it was entertaining. It was funny. Um, so, yeah. that's, that's I feel like that it, it even brought people closer as a family, too. Because, you know, now you got time to spend time around each other. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, digitally, too, and these apps and social media and whatever. But even in the household itself, I guess people kind of got a little bit of um, a glimpse, like a front row seat of how important it is to sit and have meal with your family yep spend time watch tv with the family you know yeah definitely and i can imagine like after the covid situation ended people probably didn't want to go back to work and i feel like that's why a lot of people started their home business started working from home yeah definitely definitely yeah. a lot of people work from home i mean i work from home it's it's a it's a double-edged sword i mean you had some people during the pandemic man who you know it brought them closer together some people um having to you know really depend on each other but some people it, it pushed them apart you know because mm -hmm. some, sometimes when you spend that much time with a person in one place you get to know that real person and some you know you had a lot of the a lot of, the of course divorces and stuff like that during the pandemic but um overall man uh the pandemic taught people a lot of things it taught us the impact that we're having on this on the planet you know it showed you just how um for that brief time that it, it wasn't a lot of people outside, man. It was a lot of things that reversed, you know, animals that we hadn't seen in a while coming out, you know. Um, it's, it, it, it was just crazy how the effects that 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 we have sometimes on the on the on the planet. It just showed us that like we can do better. Of course, um, yeah. Of course. Okay, so for the viewers, if yeah. if I wanted to be get into life insurance, what are some steps that you took and what are some game you can give to people to skip a lot of the headaches and mistakes as 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 far as when you're first starting out let's say i'm 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 a bartender right now and i want to okay. become so i don't have the same is the government still offering that same no no that's that's that was only during the during the pandemic yeah. okay so what what steps do i take now if i if i want to be into life insurance um if you want to be into life insurance which in the state of florida um how it works is um first you take an exam so you can go online you can find stuff like uh, excelsolutions.com 
Um, it's a lot of sites out there that you can take licenses. Um, you can go in person and take take an exam. Um, what they do is they give you the study materials. You you study that that material. Um, you take a practice test. Mm. In order for you, you know, to get to the next level, you have to pass that practice test. Once you pass that test, um, then you sign up. You do all your background information stuff, and then you take the actual test, your state exam, board board exam. Um, once you pass that, you have your two fifteen. You have your license. You're ready to roll. And what do I do with my license? Like, oh, see, once I... the thing about insurance, once you get that, once you get get those license, you are a um, you're a commodity. You are some someone that some people are going to come after. Once you get that insurance, it's, it's actual um, databases that people tap into when people get new licenses. And it the job force already knows you, you got that license. They already know you're a newly licensed agent. So you're going to get emails and job offers and people are just going to be coming at you to, to recruit you. It's just, it's just automatic. Um, I would always say to, if you get the 215, which is the life, mm-hmm. health, and annuities, um, I would say just to work for a company, man, that one is reputable, um, a company that's going to really give you really good training um, on how to become an agent because just having that license is not going to make you um, a top agent. Mm. So you want to have some sort of experience. Yeah, you want to build the experience. You want to you want to see the do's and the don'ts. Um, you want to get with a, a team that's going to really help you grow um, in that field. Um, being a life insurance agent is it's hard. It's not it's not easy. Um, but it's rewarding at the same time. It's, it's, it's something that, you know, it's not for everyone, but if you're going to start out, you have to be patient. Um, it's not going to be an overnight success and you just automatically making seven figures. Um, but the money is there. You just have to work hard and putting in the time, putting in the time is the biggest thing, putting in, in the time, making the calls, picking up the phone. That's, that's the biggest thing in insurance. So it's more of a, Cause I know back then it was more of getting out there, patting your feet. Like you're not gonna really make any money unless you go out there, post some flyers, sell some CDs, do things. But we see that the media has, uh, the online world has kind of changed that, you know, that method. Yeah, definitely. So what is the what is the new method now? Like, um, the new, well, the old method was you go, you like you said, you go out, you you know, you you try to make appointments to go to people's homes, which mm-hmm. they still do. You still have companies that do that. Um, agents go to the home. Um, you sit down with the customer. Um, you go over a few things. You you get some of the information. You collect it. Um, you give them a quote, and you try to fit a plan that's going to be um, better suited for them to protect them. Um, they still do that, but now most agents like myself, we do everything online virtually. We mm-hmm. call you, um, we can put in your information right there, send you an electronic um, application, um, and we can get it done in like 15, 20 minutes. So, what? Yeah. So, you're telling me you get on the phone with me for 15 minutes and I got life insurance? No, no, you don't <laughs> have life insurance. <laughs> That's the catch now. We need to know what the catch nah, so in 15 minutes, I can tell you how much you, you would be paying for life insurance. Mm. So it would give you a quote. It would give you a quote on, I would ask you a few questions. Once I got those questions, I would generate, I would put it into the system. The system would generate, and then it would tell you approximately what you'd be paying a month for the insurance. Mm. Um, once that happens, then I would give you the application to fill, which would take you about 10, 15 minutes. And in 10, 15 minutes, I'll have to wait for what we call an underwriter, which is the actual insurance company. Um, 
And then once they clear you, then I can go ahead and, and um, offer you the insurance and cover you. So that's the initial call is just to give the person an understanding mm-hmm. and to find out what what's best for them. And then they got to undergo a whole nother check, I guess, qualified. They got to be qualified. Well, it's because you want to make sure that to the insurance company. So as an agent, I'm there to work for the person and I'm also there representing the the company. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll get into that when it comes to like, you know, being a agent or a broker, um, being captive, a captive agent or, you know, independent agent, um, stuff like that. But you know, I have to make sure not only am I doing the best for the client, but I'm doing the best for the, the, the company. Because if someone is unhealthy or someone is a high risk, then it's not good for the company. Because the company, it's all about risk pools and how you accept it into insurance. Of course. They have a risk pool. So if you're a smoker, um, if you smoke cigarettes or if you smoke anything, mm. um, your, your insurance rate is going to go up. You know, mm. by tremendously because you have a shorter life expectancy because you smoke. Um, if you have, you know, diabetes, if you have a condition to where your life expectancy is going to shorten, then you're a higher risk, so then it goes up. And some people are just uninsurable because they they are immediately, um, like if you have stage four, you know, breast cancer, you're about to die. You're 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 gonna pass away soon, so uh, insurance companies are not gonna insure you. Um, I mean that kind of, that sounds kind of sad to me because it, it is like, sad. like this is we're talking about dying here yeah. in the future, and I'm I'm literally about to die. Yeah. Right? So I'm trying to get insurance, but I see it from a business standpoint. But that's where things be starting to become sad in America, especially because it feel like everything is about money now. Well, the thing is, is that everything is about money. I mean, it, it costs. It costs because you gotta, you gotta understand. Like a person, if you if you were to get a policy, um, how how, how old are you? I'm 29. So you're 29. So you're mm-hmm. fairly young. You would get a cheap policy. So let's say you wanted to get a policy that would cover you. We'll use a term ins- uh, term insurance policy for 30 years, mm-hmm. and you wanted a hundred thousand dollars. That means that if you die. Whoever you put as your beneficiary will get $100,000. They would get the death benefit to be able to bury you and then some to be able to, you know, have for themselves. Um, you would approximately um, pay probably like around $20-something a month. But, and what it is, is what, but, you know, it's a lot of conditions with that. They want to make sure within the first two years that everything you put on the application is true. Of course. Um, as long as you do that, as long as that's done in two years, let's say you lied about something, but the insurance company doesn't catch it after mm-hmm. the two years. Don't matter. They still got to pay you if you die. Wow. Okay. So from a, let's say I start my health insurance company, right? Mm-hmm. And how do I check for that? How do I check if a person is telling the truth or not? Would I send them to like some doctor's office to get checkup or no, so the relationship between the insurance company, so you have you have the insurance company, then you have the broker, um, which is like my company. I'm the broker, so I, I work with insurance companies. Mm. I I work with a lot of different insurance companies, so I can get you get you the cheapest policy because mm. everyone has what they call underwriting. Underwriting is people who are mathematically geniuses. They go back and they go into like 
the percentages of the death pool and stuff and they put all these numbers together and they look at your information and they put it together and they come up with the number that you need to pay a month. That number is going to be the amount um, shared with everybody else who pays insurance for, in that company. And oh, that wow. risk pool, and what they do is they take that money that you give that premium, but you're like, yo, you're giving me 20, I'm giving them $20 and they're going to give me 100000 That That doesn't make sense. But it does because they take that twenty-seven dollars with somebody. the collective and they mm. invest that money. It's almost like being a stockbroker. Yeah, yeah. They, it, it, it all goes together, man. So, <clears throat> rob Peter to pay Paul real quick, and then <laughs> Rob. I, I wouldn't even say Rob. <laughs> rob is a, you know, but that's the real that's the real term for it. It's uncomfortable. It's very yeah. unsettling to even uh, want that title yeah. as a robber. But that's what you're doing. Well, it's it's not that you you robbing because you you're basically, you know, as an insurance company, you want to make sure you have to think about it. <clears throat> Excuse me, you have to think about it. If every if I was let's say um, I have you know four people, let's say you know four people, let's say ten people. Mm. If I had ten people, right, and eight of those people got insurance and they were about to die. And they all had a hundred thousand dollar policy. I had to pay that out. Right. And you know who would be paying it out? The two people who left. You got ten people. So you say you got thousands and thousands in the pool, but we're just gonna use ten. Let's say it was just ten people that I had sending me money for their policies, and eight of them died. I'll be bankrupt. Yes, that's why. That's what I'm looking at. That's why to me it's. That's why I said robbery. Because I want to use the word in its true sense. That's, yeah. that's that's robbery. Because what if, and sometimes the unpredictable happen. That's what life is. That's what life know? is. So let's say all eight of these people die. Yeah. Now what? Nobody gets money? Well, in, in insurance, you, you get, you, so insurance is back. Most insurance have, they have to have policies that back their money that's going to make it protect. Even if they were to go bankrupt, dissolve, they would, they, you would get paid. I mean, does does the government require you, you to have, have to. In, that backup insurance? Yeah, you have to. Okay, I feel a little bit safer now. Yeah, because your money comes and they put it like in like what they call like it's like a little pool, like a little a little block, and that money they they're allowed to invest that money so it can grow, but they have to have a certain amount of money in reserves to pay to pay their their the policyholders. Of course. Okay, so earlier I heard you use um something like a term. You was like a term, term insurance. And whole What's life? the difference between like um term and whole life insurance? Okay, so the difference um when a person has whole life insurance is is you know almost pretty much his name. You you have an insurance for the rest of your life. Mm. Um, whole life insurance is pretty much for the rest of your life. Term insurance is for a term. So it's usually set from 10, 20, 15, 10, 15, 20, 30 years. Most, most terms don't go past 30 years. Um, the, difference, the difference between the two, so I'll tell you the pros and the cons for them. When I, when I speak to people, I tell them, you know, depending on their situation, one might be better than the other. It's not always true. Everyone, everyone is different. Um, whole life insurance, of course, is going to be more expensive than a term, okay? Right. Because whole life, once you have it, it's for the rest of your life. You're covered for the rest of your life. Um, whole life also requires a lot more to, to, to obtain that type of insurance. You have to get health checks. You have to go to the doctor and, and get a checkup. Who's paying for that? 
The, the insurance company pays okay. for that. Yeah, the insurance company pays for you to go get a checkup. Right. Um, they want to make sure you're healthy. Um, it's, it's just a lot more. To, that takes time to get that health in, that health insurance policy when it's a whole life insurance. Um, so that's the con of it. The, the, the pro of it is that health insurance is a, a whole life insurance policy is actually an asset. It's like owning a home. It's like having an investment portfolio because in that whole life insurance, let's say you have um, 100,000, 200,000 whole life insurance policy. You can borrow money from that policy if you were to go on, on bad times. And the thing is, is when you borrow that money, you're borrowing your own money. So when you borrow that money, you don't necessarily have to pay it back. You should pay it back because if you don't pay it back, then it's going to be deducted from the death benefits from people. Of course. You see what I'm saying? But you don't have to pay it back. It's your money. You can borrow that money while you're alive. You needed to pay something to do something. So it's an asset. It's an asset for you. Most people use those policies to fund different things. Okay. So my question, are we talking about the equity that I actually have in it? Yeah. I'm able to draw out? Or let's say I get the- Well, that's different. That's okay. different because you got different whole life insurance. And I'm not going to get too deep in it because there's so many whole life insurance policies. Right, right. You got universal, variable. Those, those when you're talking about equity and stuff like that, that's different because your equity in it is, is different. But we, now I'm talking about when you borrow from basic whole life insurance policies, it's, it's, it's basically borrowing from, from the death benefit. Hmm. Um, you, you're borrowing what, if you die, what, what's going to be left over. Um, so that is something that you would want to repay. Um, but there's no penalties if you don't. Right. Um, so, but now with term, term insurance, like I said, 10, 15, 20, 30 years, most term insurance, if you got a 10 year, you know, term life policy, once that 10 years is passed, that policy is done. So that means you died at the 11th year, you don't get no money. Right. Some term policies allow you to be automatically renewed. Some term policies give you your premium back. So let's say after 10 years, you don't die, you get your premiums back. Right, which is uh, what you pay. Which is what you pay. But the, of course, that would be more expensive than a regular term term insurance. Right. Um, I, I A lot of times I get people to who want, most people want term insurance simply because they are, they're healthy. They're fairly healthy right then and there. Um, and also, it's quick. Getting a, a term insurance doesn't require you to get a, a, a checkup. Mm-hmm. The insurance company doesn't make you go to the hospital. Mm-hmm. They ask you health questions. You you ask them. Um, you answer them. Um, whether they're going to be the, the truth or a lie, but they they'll they'll find out because what they they run what they call an MIB, which is your medical background. So um, authorized. Let's say you went to the hospital because you had like an operation or anything, anything you went to the hospital for, they'll be able to see. It's almost like the Carfax. Yeah, yeah. So they see, could always go check the Carfax. See, see what your body been see through. What you, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> see how many miles, see how many miles really on uh, that on, car. On that body. On yeah. that body. <laughs> <laughs> now, nah, for real. Okay, so another question, like, yeah. is there an escape clause? What do you mean? Are you stuck in that, because uh, I know it's contracted, obviously, right? Mm-hmm. So let's say I get a term for 10 years Mm -hmm. or let's say I get a whole life insurance. Am I stuck with this company? Is there a way I can? No, you can dissolve you, you as the, um, 
you as the insured, the insured. So you have the insurer, which is the company, and then right. the insured. You as the insured, you can break it to contract, contract at any time. You can go any, anywhere. You can dissolve your policy at any I'm time. I'm pretty sure there's fees for that, right? No, no, no fees. You you can just you just won't have insurance, you know. Mm. But you can, if let's say you want to go to get you a different policy and you find a different company, you can go to that company and get that policy, and and you can dissolve your other long life on policy. Um, the insurer can't do that. Um, the only way they can ever modify, modify or cut you off from your insurance if you miss, if you don't pay the premium. Do they give you like... Uh, 31 days. 31 days. Mm, they kind of strict. 31 days. 31 days <laughs> yeah. to, to, to get your policy back if you don't pay it. Depending on your circumstances, depending on how you reach out to the insurance company or your agent, um, sometimes they give people a little bit more time. Mm. But after the 31 days, by law, I know in the state of Florida, um, they can they can cancel your policy. Well, people should be putting their health first anyways. And it's, if Definitely. it's $20 a month, like, y'all, come on now. <laughs> come on. But you'd be surprised, man, because people, people, they just, they, it's just something about it sometimes. Like, they just, people don't want to pay for something that they're not getting the actual benefit while they're living. So yeah. that's the hard part. So that's why people you need, need to see it now. They, we need to see it now. But uh, people with families and people who really own stuff and, and want to protect things, those are the people that's easy to sell those policies to because right. they, they got so much to lose. They got people who depend on them. So, you well, know. that goes straight into my next question. Like, why don't so many people, why so much people don't have insurance? Um, like for that reason, so many, so many people feel like they don't need it, especially when you're younger, you know, we feel invincible. You're like, man, I'm, I'm, t- I, I'm never going to die. You know why I need life insurance? I don't. I, who home that, believe it? That's to? that young spirit right there. That's the young spirit. <laughs> you know they don't have life. They don't have health insurance. Yeah. And um, that's you know, but I would say the average person, man. You know, if you if you have a kid, um, if you own a home, if you're not rich, um, you need life insurance, um, because what what happens is if you pass, if you suddenly get hurt or somebody kill you or you just get sick and you die man you leave that burden on your family to bury you mm. okay um you leave that burden and i'm an agent and i protected so many people in my family i i, I gave so many policies to people in my family but um it's even people in my family man like you know i had a you know uncle just died and he didn't have life insurance you know, and that's a scramble because everybody had to scramble to, to, to pay to bury him because we want, you know, you, you want to bury him. So it's 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 just so surreal. People, they they avoid it because they feel like they don't need it. But um, it's definitely needed, man. You don't want to put that burden on you. people. You want people to be able to mourn you and um, remember you by the things you did on earth, not because they had to scramble to get money to put you in the ground. Right, right. Definitely. You know. I mean, what's what's so? What's the name of your company? So my the name of my company is Augustus Life Insurance. Okay. Uh, insurance quotes. Um, you know what we do? I'm a brokerage, so I work with you know many different um, insurance companies, and then you know what we do is um, we we when the client calls in, um, we we take we take care of everything. We we ask them questions. And once we ask them certain questions and, and, and send it over to the insurance company, we go ahead and, and get the enrollment process going. Um, and sometimes it's just about educating people, educating people with policies that they already have. You know, I'm, a, I'm an agent who I care, you know. So um, if someone calls me and they just have questions about things and they might not necessarily buy a policy, it's okay with me because 
I'm I I rather educate people. I do this not only to make money, but I do this because I care about the community. I care about people. I want to see people protected. I want to see people healthy. I don't want to see people in distress. So, um, I love talking about insurance, and I love helping people mm. in insurance. So that's valuable, and that's yeah. rare nowadays. And I get a distaste for when I run into situations where I just want information. I just want information, and I'll call a company. And once they see that I'm not talking no money right now, once I'm not spending, they quick to just, they're ready to get off the phone. Yeah. They, 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 they don't want to talk no more. But, you know, the fact that you care, that's, those are the simple things like that that I admire nowadays because they're becoming so rare. People are losing the value for definitely yeah man because even now customer service i remember when customer service was a big thing yeah now it's like i, I go to i'm not even gonna say the company name but i went into this grocery <laughs> store right yeah i went into this grocery store this grocery store when i worked there when i was younger they was big on customer service like we had to take training and all that i think whatever. i know you're talking about right so, but we ain't gonna say it. We ain't gonna say it. <laughs> we gonna keep it a secret. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Say so I go in there and I'm I'm asking the lady. I'm like, okay, um, can you tell me where to? She wanna act like she don't speak no English, <laughs> and walked off on me. <laughs> and I was just like, I know, I know for a fact your ass speaks some English. First of all, because you couldn't have got this job, you couldn't have read the application, you couldn't did none of that. But it just goes like. That's valuable that yeah, you actually care. Valuable. You know what I'm saying? Because it's it's rare nowadays, man. It is. It is rare, and it's even in my in my industry. You have so many people who have mistrust. Also, they have mistrust when it comes to insurance. Mm. They have mistrust when it comes to insurance company, and it's and it's and it's understandable. You have a lot of you know. You have some agents. I'm not going to say a lot because you just have some because the the small amount affects the majority. Um, you have a small amount of agents who, who who are in it for the wrong reasons, and they and they and they do different tactics to pressure people in insurance policies that they don't necessarily need or just not their fit. And you know, I'm not going to talk bad on those agents, but you know, those that's that's not what I represent. That's right. not what what the people who work for me represent. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I represent the totality, the good part of the insurance. What what it's made for is to protect you and to protect your family. And that's why it's good to stay neutral just as a being at all times because you might box in everybody, you know? So now cops, for example, got a bad reputation as dirty all because those ones that's out there messing it up for the whole organization. But there is some good people out there, some good cops out there that care. Some great cops, man. It's just... It's always the the small minority that make it bad for everybody. Of course, you know, and that's in every sector, every group. Um, it's just a small amount of people, and they just make it. They do things, and all people see is that group of people or what they do for a living. Mm. And they, when they have that bad experience, they're just like, I, I just, I'm, I'm not dealing with that no more. Of you course, know? you know, and tr- that's trust issues, man. Yeah, that's, that's where trust issues start formulating. Definitely, you got people who have been through past traumas and. They don't, that'll cause them to not trust nobody. Facts. You know? Facts. But then the person that you actually need to trust, you'll let them slip by. You'll let them slip by. You know? Oh, that happens every day, man. Every okay. day. So back to the um, back to the insurance. I think I, I got a few more questions for you. Okay. Um, so I heard you use the term agent mm-hmm. and also broker. Yeah. What's the difference between the roles? Okay, so uh, so it's a few things. So when, when if you're an insurance agent, 
um, usually you work for one company. So that means you're a captive agent. So you, you represent just that one company. You work for just that company. So when a person calls you, you only have that company's uh, products right. to offer them. Um, when you are a broker, um, like myself, you you work with different insurance companies. Mm. So you're able to offer the client a, a more of a selection uh, um, because you can offer them different plans from different companies, not just that products from that one company. So that's the, the, the biggest difference is the broker works with many different carriers and an agent is usually employed for just one insurance company. Okay. And so what, so what's, what's your goals beyond uh, like, is there a next step you're trying to take this insurance thing to? I know you say you got your, what was it? Two point or two fifteen. Two fifteen. Yeah. Is there something else you trying to go yeah, so I'm, I'm actually uh, so most most of my agents. Um, the requirement for people to work for Augustus Life is that they have to have at least be insured. They have to at least have ten ten different licenses. So, and what I mean by that is um, when you get your license, like I have my license in the state of Florida, but I'm also licensed in 25 other states. Mm. So I I have to have them at least ten because when I do leads, we you know we buy leads, we purchase leads to be able to contact people and be able to reach out to the people who are seeking insurance. Um, they're from different states. And if I only if I have an agent who's only state who's only um, licensed in Florida, then you That's know limitations. It, it's, it's limitations. You see what right. I'm saying? Um, my goal is to, you know, definitely grow my business. I'm going right back now myself personally to get my PNC license, which is properties and casualties, um, which means that we could sell yacht insurance um, homeowners insurance, business insurance, pet insurance. Um, I just want to be a, a, a rounded company because next I believe level. That's the next, next level. level. Yeah. I, I believe in insurance. You know, yeah. I really do believe in insurance, and I believe that insurance is 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 put here um, so people don't go bankrupt. Mm -hmm. Because if you didn't have insurance, man, uh, the average person can't just come out of their pocket and pay thirty, forty thousand for something. Mm. You know, your car gets, you know, total. Um, most people don't have 20 grand just to come out and get another car. Most people don't have 10 grand to go get another car. Of course. So insurance is important. People see insurance and they're like, well, I'm paying for something that if it happens. But at the end of the day, if it happens, you, you want to be able to have that money. <laughs> yeah. and, and living down here in South Florida, like for me personally, um, that's when I really, really started taking insurance. Because before, yeah. they always used to ask. When I buy little small things, I buy, buy electronics at Best Buy or if I, um, when I get my phone and stuff like that. When I was younger, I don't want no insurance. I'm not trying to pay no extra money. <laughs> but then when up. it breaks, it's like, damn. I should have got that insurance. I should have got that insurance. <laughs> you know, and then when it comes yeah. to things like you were saying, like cars and more expensive things, when you get in an accident... It's the t depending on the degree of, of uh, or the severity of the, of that accident, you're gonna take some. Your car gonna take some damage if you and the car don't take some Facts. damage. Facts. You know, so if you have insurance, they take care of. It. And I went through that recently. I just got in a car accident uh, a few months back, and thank God for insurance. So hey, yes, good thing you're good, man. Yeah, man. So y'all yeah. get y'all get some life insurance, especially because if you will put insurance on on a phone or put insurance on these electronics. Or Facts. whatever it is, your house. Then what's more valuable than your life? Than your life. Facts. Get y'all some life insurance. I'm telling you. Definitely. You definitely. got life insurance? I, I, I got several policies. <laughs> several. 
I gotta make sure because it's like you selling life insurance. Yeah. We gotta make sure you covered and, and, too. And I had it, I had it before I even had life insurance. Like I always had policies because I had kids. Man, I gotta I, I knew like if something ever happened to me, I gotta be able to you know take care of them from the grave. You mm -hmm. feel me? So um, yeah, I've, I've always I got multiple policies. I tell people to get multiple policies, man. Get different policies. Now I only I, only, I, I have policies for not only just my kids, man. I have policies for other people. You know, I'm not gonna say it because, but I have so many policies. Like a lot of people in my family are covered if something ever happened to me. Like they they they're good. That's a beautiful thing, man. That's yeah. beautiful. I got one more question for you, and we could go ahead and wrap it up, man. I know yeah. you're a busy man. You got things to do. <laughs> so um like. And this is a very important question for even myself. What is what is the mission statement? What is the mission quote for Augusta okay. Life Insurance? Um, our, our mission is to to educate people, to educate people on the role and importance of insurance, um, to ensure people that need that need that protection, um, to um, educate young people about insurance. You know, we we know that when you're young, you feel invincible. Um, I would say anyone who's past the age of 27, you need to seriously consider getting life insurance. Um, our mission is just to, you know, be a part of the community and protect people. Um, you know, we, we don't want to continue to see GoFundMe funerals, you know. Um, it's sad because people, when they want, when, when someone passes away, um, that family member who's responsible for burying you, they want to be able to just mourn you. They don't want to be. They want to be able to grieve, and they take can't on grieve. all the extra burden of. They want to take all the extra, mm. like I said, extra burden of burying you. I know because I buried my father. You know, mm. I had to bury my mother. So I know people don't realize uh, burying someone is a lot of work. It consumes you. It takes everything, not just money, but time. It's 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 not a great process. So it's already. Uh, extended process so if you now worried about money on top of that mm -hmm. um it, it's just it's overbearing it's become stressful. It stressful so that's yeah. what i want to do i want to educate people i want to protect people i want especially in our communities to be to be protected because the more our lives are protected the more um another thing that's great about insurance is that the more your, your life is protected people can't just kill you and do things out here because if they do then insurance companies lose money, and then you have people, very powerful people, who's going to advocate for your lives. Mm. So insurance is a big thing for the for the community. So that's that's our mission. Our mission is to take care of people, to educate them, and um, to 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 get them insurance. Get them insurance. So y'all heard it from the best man. That was Felix Williams. How can the people keep up with you? How can they find you? Yeah, you can find me at AugustusLifeInsuranceQuotes.com. Um, I have a Facebook page that you can follow me on. And um, before I get out of here, I always like to say my, my slogan. Uh, to, to those who are going to be watching this and thinking about getting insurance, just remember, life insurance will never be cheaper than it is right now today. Hmm. Every, day you, you, every day you go past, it gets more expensive. So remember that. Life insurance would never be cheaper than it is right now today. And he told you so, because I was here when he told you. <laughs> <laughs> so listen, man, I appreciate your time. I appreciate you sharing your knowledge, your game. You even enlightened me on a lot of different things and even like urged me to stay on top of myself. You know what I'm saying? When it comes to insurance beyond just life. So wait. 
ain't nothing beyond life. <laughs> so you better go get you some life insurance, all right? I'm saying, man, it was a it was a pleasure having hey, you, man. Yeah, hey, thanks for having me on, man. Definitely, yeah. I'm glad I check you out, man. Y'all, I, I love you. What you got going, man? I appreciate you having me on. Got you, got you. This is another episode of the Life After Podcast. You know we keeping it ether realistic. Let's go. Yeah.